What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to CS Joseph Podcast. Tonight's episode, uh, it's a very odd, odd question, uh, and I, to be fair, I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to answer this question because the implications behind this question are, well, it's a rough question. It's, uh, it's kind of staggering with what, uh, what results could be as a result. You know, like how I answer it, it can be taken wrong, so I'll try to provide as much context and clarification as possible because this question could be, you know, how it's answered could end up being like entirely destructive, you know. So the question is, should I have sexual relations with incompatible types? What a question. And this question just raises a bunch of questions in my head like, why is this person asking this? Um, but I mean, because it like, I mean, like, to the untrained eye, it's kind of like, okay, well, does this person have an attitude of, like, I mean, do they have a lot of sexual options? Are, are they settling? Are they trying not to settle? Like, what's their angle here? What's their interest? I, I don't know what their interest is. You know, from a systematic standpoint, it's very hard to even, you know, really gain enough attraction with someone who is not sexually compatible with you, like say an SE user to SE user or an SI user to an SI user. And even then, it's usually just going to end up being nothing more than a fling. And honestly, like, when people who have the same perception functions in their top four functions within their ego stack, within the ego side of their mind, they usually only end up together because they've been conditioned in some way, like, uh, like if they're members of a church and like really, uh, really deep into some kind of organized religion, it's very uh, common for organized religion, right? And that that can be like a huge, huge problem. So the organized religion thing, like, it, it's very common for uh, you know young people to grow up with other kids that they, like they be playmates in the church and whatnot. They come of age, they're naturally sexually attracted to those people. And these are the people that are getting, getting married at 18, 19, 20 years old, right? Before they even reach drinking age within the United States of America. This is very common. And oftentimes those people are marrying their highest professional compatibility, uh, which still is very high camaraderie and no sexual compatibility whatsoever. Or they're marrying their polar opposite. That would be like me marrying an ISFJ as my polar opposite or my highest professional compatibility, me marrying an ISTJ, right? And usually those relationships are, are because of like some other neutral component that's getting in the way, like the church or organized religion. That's just the best example that I've seen it. But also, that's not to say it's the only example. I mean, sometimes people meet on MMORPGs, like uh, for example, my uncle, he's an INTP, and he met some girl on an MMORPG on his off time, he works at Best Buy, he's worked at Best Buy a long time. And he met her, and then they got married in the game, and then they got married, you know, outside of the game. But she's an ISTJ, they have like no sexual compatibility whatsoever. And their relationship is a complete and utter disaster. 
And she's also like the first woman he's ever been with as well. So he doesn't know any different as an INTP. He really just doesn't know. And that ends up causing a lot of problems, a ton of problems. But it happens. These things kind of happens. And it usually happens to SI users who entirely lack experience. Or it happens to SE users who are lonely. Like, just lonely and looking for anything, some kind of connection. Uh, and it's usually like when a Templar ends up getting with a Wayfarer. But it's mostly the, the Templar who's being lonely. Especially especially it's like an ESTP or an INFJ Templar. They're the two Templars of the SE users. They're at highest risk of getting with another SE user because... They're like the loneliest of all the types and they crave that connection. They crave it so much, you know? And it ends up blowing up in their face, but it's all very short-lived, it's all very short-term. And like I said, you know, in the bedroom, it's like you're having two painters without a canvas trying to paint each other. And they're both having to take on, like they're both, they're both tops and they're trying to force the other person to like be on the bottom, etc. Lots of action, very explosive, but no one actually really leaves satisfied because they're both trying to harvest sexual reactions from the other person, and they're not able to get it, you know, versus, you know, the other alternative is when two SI users get together, you have a blank canvas with a blank canvas, but no painter. What are they going to do? Like rub against each other? It's like the epitome of the most boring sexual relationship you could imagine. And the SI users are ultimately left unsatisfied if they have prior sexual experience. If they do not have prior sexual experience, and like say they were virgins, they were both virgins when they got started, which is usually typical in a church uh, or organized religion situation, very typical there. Well, what ends up happening, that's all they know. And they end up having a long-term relationship as a result because their introverted sensing knows no different. They have nothing, no experience with which to compare it, right? And that ends up causing a lot of problems as well. Because eventually, like, the woman will naturally reach development phase. And then when she hits development phase, it's very likely, statistically likely, that she will initiate divorce. And then she'll get with an SE user for the first time and she'll be like, well, where was this my whole life? You see what I'm saying? It, it could be a serious problem. Or the man could be really unfulfilled, especially like, for example, he's an ISFJ or an, INTP, or an ENTP, not getting any satisfaction. So then there's a chance that he would end up cheating during that relationship, which could also lead to a divorce as well. But there's a lot of problems that come as a result of two introverted sensing users getting together. And it really happens at a base level because they lack introverted sensing sexual experience. Their lack of sexual experience, their sexual naivete is what actually facilitates that relationship. But again, looking at the extroverted sensors, when two SE users get there, it's usually for a short-term fling and it's because they're both needy and both lonely, essentially. And you don't really often see Wayfair on Wayfair. It's extremely rare. I mean, the most common Wayfair on Wayfair relationship that I've seen sexual relationship that I've seen is like ISFP and ENTJ but even then that's short lived and like the one that I know that's still together to this day they have an agreement in their marriage and they have children together they have an agreement in their marriage to see other people 
as long as like they get permission from the other person ahead of time and that per and that person that they're seeing is properly vetted that's the arrangement they end up having and that's the the arrangement they have to have in order for them to even facilitate their marriage could you really live life like that is that really what you want you know so it just leads to sexual unfulfillment and if there is sexual unfulfillment the relationship is going to break down in some way and i would venture to guess that two se users in a long-term relationship have children in order to protect their marriage they have to have sexual relations with people outside of their marriage it's so ridiculous you know so these are the two different sets of consequences that come as a result of peeping having of, of people having sexual relations with people they are not sexually compatible with you know and that's a huge problem throughout my life like i've had ISFJs, I've had ISTJs, SI heroes, because I've never been able to attract an SI parent or an SI child um, and, or, or an SI inferior, although there might be like maybe an SI inferior every now and then. I did go on a few dates with ENFPs in the past, but it's all extremely short-lived. We like, okay, yeah, well, there's no chemistry, you know, there's no connection or there's no justification for this. Or there's no satisfaction, you know, talking about origins, right? So we just decided, like, yeah, no, this is not going to work. And we moved on. We moved on quickly. Moved on quickly because it's like, this is no way. This is no way this is going to work. And people naturally are attracted to people who they have sexual compatibility with. It's kind of how our biology protects us psychologically from those situations because our natural proclivities as a result of our type with our own sexual tastes our sexual desires and what we need in a relationship to have sexual fulfillment because without that without that sexual fulfillment it's not really going anywhere now granted that's not to say that an SE on SE user or an SI on SI user could have highest emotional compatibility that's possible like say, for example, an ENTP getting with an ISTJ, there's highest emotional compatibility there. But again, they just use each other as each other's emotional tampons and they could never really take any grievance or anything to the bedroom and bang it out. And like, oh, okay, you know, we got the sexual release, we're good now, no, don't worry about it. Like, that's not, even, that's not even on the table anymore. It's not even there, it's not even available. So like, why bother, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. All in all, my recommendation is the following. Do not, do not have a sexual relationship with people that you are not sexually compatible with. In the long run, it's just not worth it. Now, if you're a person who has the morals or ethics where it's acceptable for you to have a fling, okay, yeah, sure. Just make sure the other person understands it's a fling and it's just a fling and it's not anything long-term. Use protection. Don't have children in that situation because that would be literally absolute hell for you and them and the child in question. That would be hell. Why would you bring hell in that situation? So be careful, folks. Be really, really careful. Understand the consequences of these relationships. You're better off having sexual compatibility and need to work hard to make sure that you have high sexual compatibility and whatever sexual relationship you're in. Because as much as people like to think that they can use barriers like Discord or Facebook Messenger 
Twitter, Telegram, WhatsApp to get that emotional connection. At the end of the day, sexual chemistry rules all. And it's not a relationship unless sexuality is involved. If sexuality is ultimately ignored, then it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. Not at least not long term. So, and then what ends up happening is like on these people's hearts, you know, within this relationship, scars or like wounds will form eventually, and then scars will form, and then they'll have to act out. They'll always have to act out in every which way. And acting out, how they act out, well, there's a lot of different ways they act out. Like it's very, very common for them to act out. Um, and like I said, they'll act out with, like SI users will act out with cheating or initiating divorce. SE users uh, will act out uh, by like having agreements to get their sexual needs met by other people to be able to harvest those sexual reactions that they're looking for from other SI users who are not even in their relationship. Trust me, that's not a life you actually want. And oftentimes these relationships form as a result of trauma, trauma bonds, right? Is that really a foundation that you want to build your relationship on? Is that really the foundation that you want to have children over? The answer to that is really no. No, you don't. So, anyway. Thanks for watching and listening, folks. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.